This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And as always, on the website, click on the radio page to check out any of our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As always as well, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now listeners, we live in an era full of YouTube clips of fails, errors, flops, mistakes, falls, and so much more. I mean, if someone can screw something up, there's a good chance that there's a video of someone else doing that same thing online. (laughs) True. (laughs) Right? I mean, (laughs) probably of me doing it. Yeah. And failing. Well, that's my co-host right there, Mr. Tony Shore, Um, you know, thinking through that. But, (laughs) you know, as as I was thinking about that recently, Tony, and how some of those videos are more good hearted than others, I remembered a word from when I was younger, follies. And um, lack of good sense is obviously what that means. And I like that word, folly. (laughs) So listeners, during my career, I've seen and discussed a number of financial follies with my clients as we're talking about their current financial strategy. And more importantly, um, I'm able to emphasize that a financial folly isn't a financial catastrophe because unlike many financial catastrophes, the occasional financial folly generally allows you to make a strategy adjustment before your future is affected by that heavily. And so accordingly, that's going to be the topic of our show today. Uh, We're going to talk about some of the biggest financial follies um, that I've ever encountered during my career and how to avoid them. But as you heard before, I'm going to be joined by an amazing co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Ah, yes. I am here. I piped in earlier. I, I, I was supposed to remain quiet while you talked about the show, but I couldn't resist. Uh, you talked about uh, clips, video clips of fails. Uh, I'm just glad there weren't cell phones around for my entire life. You know what I mean? I totally agree that with you. <laughs> people could easily take videos of me uh, and the mistakes I made over the years. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I don't know how kids today do it with the social media and everybody's got a phone and a camera going at all times and oh, stuff. It is but, tough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is going to be a good one. Financial follies. I remember when I was a really little kid, they had the ice follies. They call them the ice follies. And it, I guess it was like, you know, one of these ice skating shows that came to town, but it was a little goofy, like where they'd purposely fall or have clowns that would come out and, you know, <laughs> things like that. Uh, but anyway, at any rate, yeah, that's an, that's an old timey word follies. I like that. Uh, but I think it's appropriate today. Uh, I've had a great week by the way. And, uh, since our last show, I feel like I've accomplished a lot. It's been a busy time. Is this a busy time of year for you, Nick? 
Oh, definitely. You, but I'll tell you what, um, you're, you're making my day so much better just talking about the, all the follies that are going to occur. Hopefully not too many on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we always have a, a, a couple we uh, do. between, between us. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to it though. We're going to have a great, a great show today, Tony. Yeah. Well, and you know, um, you know, I'll wear not a folly as a bad, badge of honor, but uh, you know, when I think of the word follies, I also think of sports bloopers or uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, and sports bloopers are always fun too. But uh, as for the phrase financial follies, I, I love how you use it with your uh, clients, and I'm guessing it's also uh, going to fuel a terrific show for us today. Uh, what do you have for us to get things rolling? Yeah, well, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about is, you know, um, I've read some recent articles about some common financial mistakes, and a lot of those jumped out, out at me because, you know, they just shed light on things that I have seen in my professional life as I've worked with clients. And and so, you know, the, the first critical financial folly is overspending on things that you really don't need. And you know, when Guilty. I, when, yeah, I mean, and when I point Got that out to clients, up. you know, yep. I mean, clients think about this all the time. I mean, we talk about it and they know, um, you know, I, I ask them, you know, do you really need this? And they, you know, always typically start by saying, well, yes, of course I need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but then as we chat more and more about it before they make that decision, um, that yes often becomes, yeah, probably not. So, yeah, and it all, I think it gets, <laughs> comes down to the, you might want to just read them the definition of the word need. Exactly. If they say yes to that, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's so many examples of, um, you know, little things that you can do in your financial life that make a huge difference. Um, I mean, one of those that I was actually talking to somebody about just recently was, you know, how much they spend a week on, um, on afternoon meals for lunches, you know, and, and we started talking about it and they say, well, maybe 30 bucks. And, I said, okay, well, let's think about that a little bit more. I mean, you know, 30 bucks a week is um, 120 bucks a month. And that doesn't sound too overly bearing. But I mean, if you do that for 52 weeks a year, that's like 1500 bucks. And, you know, um, most folks probably have a better way to spend 1500 bucks than just going through a drive through You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. And some people have uh, business lunches three, four, five times a week. And even at $15 each, imagine how much that's going to add up to be. So uh, when you do the math, uh, things do add up. And I, I'm guilty of falling into that trap. You know what? I, I mean, I ran out and grabbed a $12 lunch the other day and thought, what's the big deal? But if you do that every day, well, you know, the end result's going to be obvious, Nick. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And yeah, my waistline and my wallet, it's going to be obvious. <laughs> a folly perhaps. Wow. Look at you. I love it. <laughs> um, you know, Tony, uh, uh, another easy place that drains, uh, people's bank accounts, uh, drip by drip is with, you know, ongoing payments and whether they're monthly or, 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 or yearly. I mean, think about all of the different things that we subscribe to Amazon prime cable TV, streaming services, gym memberships. I mean, that reoccurring payment trend is getting more common. And businesses are even leaning into it and wanting you to do that because then you might continue to pay or subscribe to a service that you don't really use that much. I mean, think about this. With something like Netflix, you may say to yourself, well, hey, what's the big deal? Um, if it's just Netflix, you're, you're probably right. But if you have Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Apple TV, Disney Plus, and Spotify, I mean, when you really sit down and think about those all of those subscriptions together, you're going to spend about a thousand dollars a year in streaming services. And 
that's a lot of entertainment. And the question I would ask is, do you really need all of those specific streaming services? And more importantly, are you getting the value out of actually spending that much money on those? Well, and there again, I don't need it. I know that, but I want it. I want, I, I, I'm thinking, yep, check. I've got that one. Check. I've got that one. Check. I've got that one as you were listing them off. And you're right though. Um, you know, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, we eventually, okay, we're watching Netflix, but who's, who's watching Hulu? Is there any shows that we're watching on Hulu right now? No. So cancel it. And if a Hulu show comes up, we want to watch, you can, you can, uh, re, uh, you know, uh, resubscribe. That's what's great about these services is that most of them don't have contracts. So you can cancel and, and re-up any time. Exactly. And, and you're exactly correct. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people lately, um, you know, and, and we've just talked about trying to tighten up those streaming expenses, um, you know, specifically, because if you can just limit to, to yourself to one or two of those at a time, you're probably going to get more value out of those. Right. And um, right. So like you mentioned, I mean, catch up on all the shows and the movies that you've been missing and then cancel your subscription and pick it up the next time that the show comes back around, maybe next fall. Yeah, exactly. And and another thought here, I bet a lot of people put those streaming uh, services on auto pay with a credit card or their check card. Uh, and especially if you use a credit card, it means if you don't pay your bill on time, you're going to be paying interest on your Netflix account. That would be crazy. <laughs> That is a perfect transition into our next uh, common financial folly, and it is relying too much on credit cards. I mean, credit cards are a crucial tool uh, for millions of Americans who use them for gas and groceries and other necessities, but you obviously need to be very, very careful when you use them, for sure. Well, for sure, especially a regular credit card that carries an interest rate if you don't pay it off each month. Uh, what kind of credit card advice do you give your clients, Nick? Yeah, well, you know, if, if your card has good re, has a good rewards program and you're vigilant about uh, paying off your balance each month, paying for many things with a card isn't necessarily a bad strategy. But the truth is, if you can't pay your balance off each month, you may want to use your debit card instead for sure. Well, I think you, you make a great point there. We've talked about uh, credit problems and debt on past shows, but it is so important to bring it up and it's appropriate here because that's a big financial folly to be wary of a financial mistake. Now we're almost out of time for this first segment. We have to take a quick break, but before we do, is there anything else you want to add? Well, yeah, Tony, thank you. I mean, as always listeners, you can always visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com um, or give us a call at 541-773-9567 to discuss how our team might be able to ha help answer any of the questions that you have as it pertains to uh, retirement or, or Medicare or any other important topics that you're thinking about. That sounds great, Nick. And listeners, will be right back with more conversation about how you can avoid some of life's most common financial follies here on Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 541-773-9567 or visit us at jonesfinancialtalk.com to learn more. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. 
If you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, listeners, please reach out and give us a call at 541-773-9567, or you can visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And as always, when you're on our website, please click on the radio page to check out any of our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, during our show today, we've been examining some common financial follies that I've discussed with my clients. And Tony, so far, this has been just a great show today. Well, it's been anything but a folly. (laughs) (laughs) So let's keep up the momentum. What do you have for us next? Well, yeah, the the next thing I wanted to address was buying a new set of wheels. Um, I can't count the number Ah. of times, right, that I've reminded clients that purchasing a gently used car rather than a new vehicle makes some serious financial sense. And, you know, it's it's no revelation to note that while millions of cars are sold every year, few of them are purchased with just outright cash. And so many folks are financing their new ride, which means they're paying interest on an asset that is losing value every single day. And so if you're a person who trades your vehicle in every few years, you're likely losing money on every single trade in. And if you're financing a vehicle, it's imperative to get, you know, what you need to be the best possible price when you sell that. Well, right, Nick. So what kind of advice would you give a client who has, say, 250,000 miles on their current vehicle so they they don't have much choice uh, but to go ahead and upgrade? Well, that's, a, I mean, a very good question there, Tony. You know, and, and first, I want um, everyone to remember the words want and need have very, very different meanings, right, when we start thinking about those. And so you may want an SUV that seats eight, But if you only have one kid still living at home, do you really need that big SUV? And so sticking to needs rather than wants will likely save you some serious money. Now, secondly, remember that SUVs cost more to purchase, insure, and fuel. So going a little smaller means less trips to the gas station. And you don't have to be a financial services professional to know that fewer trips means more money in your pocket. Yep. (laughs) And finally, and perhaps most importantly, if you focus on models that are a year or two old, you'll likely get many of the safety and entertainment features that you want while letting somebody else take some of that first high-end depreciation hit. Well, you know what, Nick? I know people who have reached that point where they're able to purchase a brand new rather than used vehicle. And in most cases, they choose to do that. They choose a new vehicle because it's a status symbol and maybe they get an expensive vehicle, but just because you can afford something doesn't make it a smart financial move, right? Great, great insight there, Tony, for sure. And, you know, it's insight that we can also apply to many other things like purchasing a home. I mean, American homes are getting bigger and bigger. Five bedrooms, finished basements, you know, four car garages, uh, huge bonus rooms and more. And And so if you have a large family, you may need all those things, but If you're just a family of four, I wanted to ask you this, you know, do you really need that 5,000 square foot house? And here's something I stress to my clients. I mean, when you're thinking about the home and the size of it, I mean, don't forget about the taxes and the upkeep and the utilities. I mean, the bigger the house that you get, the larger the heating bill is going to be. A simple three bedroom house with a two car garage not only comes with a smaller sticker price, but it also means less upkeep. Right. And uh, well, all those uh, cable shows about purchasing a home or remodeling your current home can be a lot of fun to watch. I do wonder if they create a false sense of reality. 
uh, you know, a, a gourmet eight burner gas stove might be nice, but who really needs one? And then uh, the stove in the backyard as well. Uh, it, it it adds up, right? <laughs> Those awesome barbecues in the backyard that cost I know, thousands I and thousands yeah. of dollars, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, so let's talk about houses a little bit more here, Tony. I mean, um, another financial folly that I've seen with my clients is relying too much on home equity. Uh, refinancing may mean that you're getting a stack of cash, but are you giving your ownership away right away to somebody else? That's a question I want you to think through. If refinancing means that you end up with a lower rate or that you can quickly pay down some high interest debt as a result of doing that, then obviously it's probably a smart move. But refinancing should be viewed and considered uh, only with caution. A home equity line of credit, for instance, may be an alternative because you're basically using the equity you've already built in your home as a credit card. And you got to be cautionary about that, right? Because this step may mean that you pay interest on the line of credit funds used forever. Right. Yeah. And that's that's really a good point. And if any of today's listeners are pondering refinancing or maybe taking out a home equity line of credit, they definitely need to consider weighing the pros and cons with a trusted financial services professional like yourself. One of the main topics we talk about, I mean, we don't even, uh, you know, work and sell with the mortgages, but we obviously need to talk with that, uh, with those topics with our clients for sure. And, you know, another thing I wanted to mention is um, uh, the next financial folly, which is living paycheck to paycheck. And, you know, as you can appreciate, um, personal savings rates in the United States as of this year was were just under 10%. And so that means that many folks are living paycheck to paycheck. There's lots of us out there. And so I get it. Life is hard, especially in an economy full of COVID-19 uncertainty. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, I don't want you to feel like anybody is knocking you. But if you don't have some savings and the fridge dies, you're going to have a real problem if you're not thinking about saving. Well, true. Yeah, I, I think that's obvious and it, you are going to have a problem. So what's a good target for savings? I mean, I always think through, you know, three to six months as an emergency fund for sure to start with. Yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And I've heard those numbers before and some people might go, wow, that, that sounds like a lot, but it is important. And obviously uh, having that in place really helps out if something major goes wrong. But uh, let's get back to this conversation after a quick break. Uh, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you before the break? Perfect, Tony. Thank you. That sounds great. Uh, listeners, as always, you can always uh, look us up online at jonesfinancialtalk.com or feel free to give us a call uh, anytime, 541-773-9567. We'll be right back. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Nick Jones. Nick, great show today. You've been talking about some common financial follies and what they can do to your financial strategy. You have to avoid these pitfalls. What do you have for us next? 
Well, so far, Tony, we've looked at some common financial follies that pop up regardless of your age and where you're at in your career. And so for our final segment, I'd like to take a look at some financial follies that are common when building a retirement strategy, because that's what we talk about mostly on our show. Um, you know, the first thing that we should think through is um, failing to have a strategy. And that sounds <laughs> extremely simple, right? Um, but I mean, that's the truth. Um, as I noted earlier in the show, the lack of a strategy is common. I mean, you need to have a strategy that addresses your retirement income, your health care and your estate plan. And your strategy should also consider things like travel and hobbies. You only get one retirement, so don't get caught without a strategy. Yeah, there you go. Don't get caught without a strategy. As always, if you don't have one, if you don't have a retirement strategy, or maybe you think your current strategy needs a second opinion, I think a good step is working with an experienced financial services professional because retirement is just too important to try to figure out all on your own. Very well stated, Tony, for sure. And, you know, another common retirement folly is not adequately accounting for the inevitable relationship strains that come with it. Um, many people in a relationship look forward to retirement because they think about and they envision road trips and rounds of golf together. But don't undercount the uh, lifestyle change that that's about to happen. It's going to be totally different than when you were working, right? And so if you're still married, think of it this way. When you and your partner were working, you may have been apart for at least 10 hours a day, Monday through Friday. And that means that each of you had time to do your own thing. Um, once you're retired, that goes away. You and your partner are together constantly. And so before you retire, make sure that you agree on a financial strategy and a retirement lifestyle. And maybe that uh, strategy includes solo trips with just your own friends um, or a golf league or a bike club, um, you know, without your partner. And that's okay. And it, it doesn't mean that you have a bad relationship. It just means that everyone needs some time to themselves. Exactly. And I think hammering out a budget that works for both you and your spouse or your partner seems like a great way to avoid a lot of retirement follies that we're talking about. Very true. And, you know, Tony, speaking of budgets, it's crucial to craft one that fits your preferred lifestyle. Um, you know, I, I've worked with many folks who have committed one uh, or two retirement follies, and that's okay. So the first is that they forget their income, regardless of how well they've saved and strategized. And that's likely to be less than what it was when they were working. But at the same time, their expenses may also be lower. So with a few tweaks, your retirement strategy can better reflect your actual circumstances. And the second folly is presuming that you'll need too much income. I mean, when you retire, your spending habits often change, especially if you downsize your home. And so I've worked with clients who are surprised to learn that they may be able to maintain a very preferred lifestyle in retirement with just 75% of their previous income, for instance. Wow. Well, that makes me feel more confident about my own retirement right there. Well, and, and overspending and underspending in retirement are also two more common follies. Uh, as far as overspending, it's probably obvious. Your retirement is going to last you and could last you 30 years or more. And so blowing your budget early on lavish trips means that you're going to have some scary challenges once you turn 80. And then conversely, underspending is probably less obvious. But budgeting so conservatively that you don't enjoy your retirement is just as bad as overspending. 
I mean, if, if you don't enjoy some hobbies and don't travel and spend time with friends and family, then what's the point of being retired? I mean, you've worked very hard to get here, so you need to be able to enjoy it. I think that's a great point. I, I think that you can't stress that enough. Obviously, you want to do things like travel, get out, you know, during those go-go years. And we've talked about those three stages of retirement. And during your go-go years, you know, when you first retire, uh, you want to do it because like you say, you have worked hard to get to that point, to get to retirement and saved all those years for retirement. So you might as well enjoy it. And the way you're going to be able to enjoy it without worrying is to have a solid plan in place, a retirement plan or retirement income plan and spending plan. And I know that's what uh, you and her still do for your clients there at Jones and Associates. And I, I think that's great. And I can't think of a better reason to work with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, than to find that retirement budget and uh, your spending sweet spots, so to speak. <laughs> exactly, Tony. Absolutely. And, you know, um, another thing that I like to bring up is renting rather than buying, because it's another way to really stretch your budget. And so, you know, are your retirement dreams full of afternoons on the boat or hitting the open road in an RV? Boats and RVs are great things, right? But they are expensive. And so you can always consider renting them instead of buying them. And you can you can still have that fun, but, you know, let somebody else have the upkeep and the in the and the problems that come yeah. with those, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, plus, renting rather than owning is another great way to try different boats and RVs and, and vacation properties um, to just kind of experience everything. Yeah, yeah. And I've told, I, it's like I, I tell your brother Herstel, I've told him before, uh, I don't need to spend money on boats and RVs. Uh, that's why he has them. As long as Herstel, <laughs> if Herstel gets a swimming pool, an RV, and a boat, uh, that's what I need is a good friend with a, with a boat. That's, I don't need a boat. That's why right? I like being his neighbor so much, you know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, that's great. And I think this is a great discussion. There are obviously a lot of financial mistakes uh, people make along the way, and you just need to try to hedge them off because as you get closer to retirement, uh, the dollars they can cost you mean more and more. So, uh, I think that's really important. And it was a yep. great discussion today talking about financial follies, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Nick? Sure, Tony. Yeah, it has been a fun one today. And um, I just encourage our listeners um, to to reach out to us. They can check us out on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or as always call our office at 541-773-9567 to see how we might be able to help them answer any questions that they have. Um, about retirement or any other concerns uh, regarding their 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 Medicare plan or, or anything at this point. So thank you so much for listening today. All right. Thanks, Nick. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.